Yes, go get it. Welcome back to Sidetrack Sports. I'm Derek Dormas, your host. I'm with Sam Butler. Yo, what's going on, guys? And Cam Curry. You're. We are here to get you sidetracked from your life and sidetracked so we talk about some sports. Guys, it's a new week. I'm pumped. I got Mike Aruzioni's jersey, 1980 USA hockey jersey. Shout out to the Gold Olympic medal team. 1980, let's ride. Shout out. We got them rolling. Next thing you know, boys, I'm going to let you know right now, we're going to start talking about a new week, a new change. I have a natural light in my hand. Changes are coming, guys. (laughs) Changes are coming, and I'm excited. We have some big news coming for our Sidetrack Sports fans. Follow us, show up, f- listen to us next week to our new podcast. You guys are fine with the big news. Guys, I'm telling you, this is this is huge. And if you might be lucky, you might be lucky to actually see us in, in the real, at live, or follow us and see what we're about. Guys. Everyone knows the deal. Let's get sidetracked. Let's talk about the World Series here live right now. Yeah, let's 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 go ahead and just talk about it. this. Put this out there and just kind of get it over with. I mean, Houston Astros versus versus the Nationals. Who you guys think is going to win? I mean, I just pretty much hope this old ass guy that bet three point five million dollars on the Astros winning it all. He just banks. All fucking day. I say he dies happy. All seven mil. All seven million dollars. Dude, that's insane. I mean, do you really you you guys actually think the Astros are gonna win it all? No, I can go first. Um honestly, the reason I can't pick the Astros is because I am a huge Nats fan. So I'm from Virginia. That's that's my home team. Not gonna go against him. I like Ryan Zimmerman. I'm happy we got we got rid of Bryce Harper. Fuck that guy. Well, say it is a sick uh, Philadelphia Flyers uh, sweatshirt you got on. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gift. It was a gift. Yeah. It was a gift. G- gift from Granny, we'll say. Yeah, we're, it's a gift from Granny, but uh, don't get it twisted. I'm a Caps fan too, or a Caps fan, whatever. But, yes, yeah, so we're going Ryan Zimmerman and the Nats all day. We're taking the series. I, I'm going to disagree. Statistically I'll, I'll, speaking, I it's smarter to go for the Astros, but I, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm picking my home team. I'm not going to go against it. It doesn't matter. It's, it's an emotional pick. I'll say that. It's an emotional pick. Boys, I'm just going to step in and say I, I haven't followed Major League Sports uh, as far as baseball goes all year. So I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to say the Astros. I know they've been good the past couple of years. That's going to be my pick to win the World Series. I have no money on them. I I won a couple uh, hundred bucks last year off the Rockies beating the Cubs. I've stayed away from Major League uh, Baseball this year. So what do you have, Sam? I mean, I, I'm thinking the Astros are going to win it all. Uh, I mean, Jose Altuve, dude, Short I didn't brain. realize how short this guy is. <laughs> this guy's five six. I thought I was short at 5'11". This guy is five six, making millions. In the MLB, that is insane. And he freak he hit a dinger to win the game against the Yankees to go to a World Series at five six. This dude has got to be shooting up something. <laughs> I mean, there's no way his freaking arms are freaking that strong to hit a dinger four hundred freaking yards to the outfield. Yeah, I think it needs to be uh, tested. If you four hundred feet, whatever they call it in baseball, I don't fucking know. But still, ho- I- I- I'm gonna go with Houston. They go for it. They carry. They, they call it the Barry Bonds juice. That's what they call it. The juice. The baby. juice. The droids. <laughs> the the syringe. The juice. Barry yes. Bonds juice. The um. Juice. No, but uh. Let Let's move on here, guys. Recap of the week, right? So, I just want to. Uh, if you didn't follow social media the past week, 
you probably didn't see the Oklahoma uh, wagon crash, the, their entire <laughs> freaking setup that they have when they come out of the fucking locker room was a disaster. Let me go ahead and comment first. I My question for you two is, how many times do you think they practice the same routine and how long do you think they have practiced this routine to fuck it up that bad on national television? Well, like it's not even like it's a training exercise and someone caught a vid. This is on national television, people. I'm gonna say one thing. Did we see how sharp of a turn those horses <laughs> took? Those fucking Broncos took. They took almost a ninety degree, maybe less than nine degrees, maybe like a seventy-five degree turn. And hold ass. <laughs> that wagon, that wagon is not meant to take a seventy-five degree turn and haul ass, dude. No, dude, Those that boys chick, were riding. That chick, that chick on the front of the wagon <laughs> fell hard. She went flying like a damn eagle, Holy bro. Shit. Like it was insane. I mean, I will say, like, I looked it up. And this is not the first time Oklahoma has ever done this. Like it's crashed multiple times. Do we have a number but on that? <laughs> would you would you ever Over think under here. that Oklahoma, you would think the Sooners would fucking get the hint to to be smart and just have the horses go from one end of the stadium to the other? No, they got to do a fucking <laughs> ninety degree turn, fucking capsize, risking people's lives. But hey. No. I I hey I I will say I love it. I absolutely died laughing. I think it's good for college. I'm gonna sports. donate. I'm gonna donate. I have I've had a couple sprained ankles. I'm gonna donate a pair of crutches. I'm gonna donate two sprained uh, ankle casts to those to those uh, subjects because you know what? At the end of the day, it's unreal. I it's mean, too it funny. is. You would never see it ever. Like you can't, you you never know. Look, like you I, said, like you said, Cam. How many times have they tried to do this? How many times have they <laughs> set this up? How many times have they actually run through this? Give these guys a break. These things, <laughs> these, these Broncos turned around. They did a seventy-five degree it's turn. Hauled ass, dude. And it says, "Screw it." I don't know. It almost looks like the guy that was directing these horses didn't know what the hell he was doing. I feel like <laughs> someone just told him, get on the fucking wagon. Yeah, and, ride, and ride. <laughs> just ride. Just let the horses ride. Just just take them where they want to go. Whip that bitch. Whip that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad everyone's okay, but damn, yeah. that shit was fun. Yeah, that, that was great. Oh, yeah, man. that was hey. great. Our, our hearts are out uh, out to those people and those victims that uh, that did crash. But holy cow! I mean, that's funny to see. But moving on, fellas. I mean, my one concern right now, as a Clemson fan, we stayed this first week. We're biased. We're all Clemson alumni. We're we're biased. We want to see Clemson football succeed. But to see Trevor Lawrence throw so many interceptions. <laughs> And I was texting you guys. We had a, we had a group chat going on. Oh, yeah. And I was just disgusted to see this guy throw two interceptions. And the two interceptions they threw, they were terrible. Like, they weren't even close. They were both in the red zone, too. Mm. My thing is, I from the start of the season, I mean – Realistically, I mean, it is a sophomore slump. That's what I'm thinking and hoping for. But, I mean, dude, he – you got to do better. <laughs> Honestly, I think he just needs to – he needs to do better in that um, category of freaking this year. But I just – I don't know what he's seeing. I think something internal is going on. I think maybe he's trying to do too much. I, I don't know. I think something is going on that's beyond – what in what's in the media and what we've been talking about i th- i think maybe we're missing something that's the problem with his uh what do you say either throwing mechanics or what he's looking at or what he's seeing 
I, I that's a that's that's a tough. I don't like saying that. Though. Tough like topic to go to though. It's it's tough to talk about because, I mean, I feel like he came in last year as a freshman, true freshman quarterback. He had the confidence, but yet, like, not really. Mean not not many people like actually saw his capabilities. So yeah. he showed it all. Yeah. He displayed how good he is. And then now, after winning a national championship as a true freshman, you have so many people looking over your shoulder for week two or year two. And and I honestly feel like last year he depended on his defense a lot. Granted, he only had four interceptions. But this year, I mean, I don't know what the hell is going through his mind. I don't know if he, like, got cocky and he's just like, I'm just going to throw yeah, it. I yeah. think my – my, my receiver is gonna gonna catch it because honestly, a lot of the interceptions he's had this year, he's he's tried forcing it, and I don't understand what the hell is going through his head. Well, I think, but wait, hold on. his second, okay. but, but listen, like his second interception, this last game was no one was around except the freaking defenders. He threw it right to him. Like what? What? Go? How far does Dabo go to? Trust in Trevor Lawrence to keep throwing interception. Yes, we won forty-five to ten, but when does it get to a point to where you're actually going to pay play a decent opponent? And he does this. What are you going to do? Go to Chase Bryce with no experience against top-tier opponents? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I think Trevor Lawrence, and I agree with you, Sam. I think the kid's got an unreal talent, and he thinks. Or when he's in the position to throw the football and he could or maybe not throw it and he could tuck it and run or he could have a check down, he decides, hey, you know what? I can squeeze it in there. I think it's because he's mm-hmm. so confident in his ability, which is a double negative. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe not double negative is the word, but like, you know. He, he that is something that is so good to see in a quarterback because that's something you cherish. You don't want to be you don't want to see a guy that's timid. You don't want to see a guy that's not willing to throw a football and squeeze into positions. But at the same time, God, the kid needs to realize, hey, I have a check down. Hey, I need to tuck it in. Yeah. I need to take a mm-hmm. sack. And I think he doesn't know that position now because he had Justin Ross last year and T. Higgins last year. He still has both those wide receivers. And we saw this past game, he threw it up to Justin Ross. And for a touchdown, like for a 40-yard touchdown. Guys, these are things that you don't get away with in the NFL. And he needs to realize. And Adabo brought up a good point. Hey. Uh, Deshaun Watson threw, I think, 17 interceptions one year. The year that we won a national title. I, Guys, this isn't something new for Clemson quarterbacks. And that's something that frightens me, though, because we don't want this to become a habit. We can't afford these guys to be throwing interceptions left and right and make it seamlessly a – not a big deal type thing. And as of right now at Clemson, it's not a big deal. And Dabo has made that pretty apparent. And as long as Trevor Lawrence gets in his groove, he does his own thing, then I'm happy. But tell you what, the kid needs to start really looking in the mirror and said, Hey, I can't, I'm not as good as what I think I am. I need to get back on track and I can be as good as I want to be. I can be as good as I want to be, but I'm only in college, and these are only as good as the the people that I'm working with. Um, yeah, mm, I just looked it up. Go. Deshaun Watson had 17 yep. interceptions his last year at Clemson. 17. Yep. So, so the year was right. Yeah, his sophomore year, he had 13 interceptions. Yep. So I'm not exactly sure how many. Was that 17 his freshman year, year, or was that? No, he had two his freshman yep, year. And 17 his he junior had, year. He had 17 his junior yep. yes. His last year when we won the Natty, he had 17. Yep. So, I mean, yes, it, it, history could repeat itself, 
but it shouldn't happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know exactly how many Trevor Lawrence has. I'm pretty sure he has like average to a game now. Um, it's just it's it's not something that Clemson needs to get used to. No. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. Is yeah, the the kid is good, and some people are projecting him. Some people are some people are projecting him to have to, or to go first overall in the NFL draft either next well, year. Well, let two me years. say something to you guys. It's actually going to be more interesting. Clemson last year at this time was averaging twenty eight point seven points per game, and this year, guess guess how many points they're averaging per game on offense with all these interceptions? How many? 20 points, or sorry, 28 points even. It's it's a point seven point difference, and he's still throwing all these interceptions. So realistically, what I'm saying is he's throwing a bunch of interceptions, but he's still making up for it in points, and it's just not looking the exact same as what he what he was doing and how he was dominating so much his true freshman year. You know, well, I'll say I'll say this: Clemson's defense. You know, I mentioned this earlier with our uh, our uh, Snapchat and our uh, text messages. You know, they're number three, number four in the country, and they average twelve points a game given up. If you have a defense like that, you have a chance to win every single game. Yeah, but when you turn the ball over two or three times a game. That changes that statistic, and I'm, you know, I'm just not sure if that's if that statistics. If we if we hang on to all those factors, you know, whatever happens happens. We'll see, you know, if we end up coming winners. But holy cow, you know, the well, guy, he's definitely got to get a handle on. It. That's I mean, he has to get a handle on it, big thing. But I'm just telling you, I feel like it's not a major point to worry about because of the amount of points we're averaging this year compared to our natty run. But there are a bunch of different factors to put into that as far as like offensive line, defensive line, you know what I mean? But I just think that actually gives us a little hope and a little, it's a good feeling. It's points. It's a point seven point difference compared to last year. This is where this is where the AP poll comes in right exactly. now, and this is why Clemson's dropping down mm-hmm. every single week. They went from one to two to three to four, back to back weeks. So, but uh, that's the thing is, Trevor Lawrence is having interceptions. The offense have only scored seventeen points in the first half, the last game, which they should have scored more. And the last touchdown was a toss up because Justin Ross just fucking mossed everybody. Like, that's the thing is, like, this is why we keep dropping down. And everyone's like, why is Clemson dropping down in the poll? One, the AP poll doesn't matter right now. Exactly. But, like, all the confusion comes from Clemson is not performing the way needing to be performing. And it all, like, it, it could be coaching. It could be play calling. But Trevor Lawrence is tossing the ball at times when he should not be, and that's when picks are being put put off. I agree. I agree. So from this point going forward, I mean, are we going to see him improve? No, because they're still winning 45 by 35, exactly. 40 points. And they covered spread. They covered weak. spread too. Our, schedule, our schedule's so weak that Slang the we ball, have a – Right? We have – exactly. Just like the, the, the 17th point – we scored to Justin Ross. Sling the ball up there 40 yards. Justin Ross jumped eight, nine feet in the air and just absolutely just took it from the opponents Like, and got in. That's the thing is like, we can't do this. This is my whole point over the past five weeks of us doing this. Like Clemson is going to be in the playoff, but yet are they performing as a top four team? So I don't think so. Let me give you something to think about as far as schedule goes because I haven't taken this too much into consideration. Do you think being in a tougher schedule, so putting Clemson at more of a risk 
like I, I don't even want to use a Big Ten, but like an SEC school like Alabama, when they play LSU, they play Auburn, they play Texas A&M. Do you think that is more beneficial to their team compared to a team like Clemson who pretty much plays in the ACC and or teams that have no chance but are going to pretty much get an undefeated season? Like, Cam, what do you think is more I beneficial that, to the actual team? That is something that I think we're going to – that is something that we need to dive into later on. Uh, that is such. That, I mean, we can stop. We can talk on that for about a couple hours. Um, so let's move on, and we're going to talk about Tua's injury. Um, this is something that Alabama is so used to. It's, I mean, they've dealt with this before. Why or why is Alabama so like when Nick Saban says this like oh Tua's injured and he could be out there's no time limit there's no time limit for Tua's injury yeah I mean they they are he did a like what they do immediate surgery on his ankle I mean a high a high ankle injury is this the end of Alabama's I mean I think I mean if he's having surgery he's out at least four weeks yeah but does anybody know the recovery time off the top of their head with the last surgery they made is I think this injury is a result of the quick fix they tried to do to a fucking ankle sprain of a certain last year yeah I think I think this is the biggest result and it's karma because of that injury it's not it's a different ankle. It's 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 the other ankle. Mm, Are you yeah, here? yeah, yes. It is a different ankle. Uh, he needs to freaking hang up the cleats. So, and, yeah. I mean, so well, uh, I'll speak from this. I mean, I've had ankle injuries. I've had my ankle sprained. I'm sitting here telling you guys, Tua, like last year, this has happened before, and I'm telling you guys now, Alabama will be fine. Their backup will suffice. I mean, the, I'm pretty sure the spread on their next game is like minus 30, third and a half. I'm, guys, they're so good. They can have a backup quarterback and have their spread be that high. They don't need, they don't need Tua for the next couple weeks, or at least this week, until they play LSU. And then until they play a, Legit top five, top ten team. I think they're going to be fine. I disagree. I absolutely. I mean, all right, Arkansas. Yes, they're going to win yeah. that game. I don't know. Yeah, about I, I could play. Well, right? Like you, you and me could play as quarterback for Alabama against Arkansas. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. But I'm telling you, this backup quarterback is not. He, in my opinion, he is not. The, the old quarterbacks that Alabama had. I agree. Had. I, I agree. Put them the He's not A.J. Like, McCarron. Yep. No, not at all. Not at all. I agree. He's not A.J. McCarron. He is not anywhere near what Alabama should Sam, be. Sam, that is the most true statement I've heard in a yep. long time. He, he is not the typical backup quarterback. I mean, he's not – they don't have Jalen Hurts and then two of coming in to win an uh, SEC title. That is a fact. You, what you are stating, that is so true. Continue on. I'm sorry. I no, it's it's all good. I mean, I'm telling you that he's not. He is not Alabama. He is not the face of Alabama. Him starting against Arkansas, he's got to have the easiest game by far to be starting. Like, I don't know how long Tua is out. I'm gonna guess at least four weeks, probably till playoff time. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he'll be back for for LSU or I don't know. Uh, but this well, guy. Nick Saban said there's no. Nick Saban said there's no timeline, which Ooh. is that's that's pretty. Uh, Boys, four weeks. That, well, I mean, that's that's pretty typical of of him. I mean, he could be ready for two weeks. I mean, we don't know. That's Nick Saban's just trying to hide his cards. That's the thing. Like you can't have surgery on a freaking ankle that prevents yeah. you to walk 
You can't have surgery and be Take back in two weeks. It's how you it was it. run, dude. Oh, you're taping back some shit. You can't even you can't even do that with an ankle sprain. I agree. Well, well, that's what these things are. So ankle sprains, you need to have surgery on. So like this, my thing. I had ankle sprains in in basketball in high school. Okay, bro. You can have you can have. Well, what an ankle sprain is is you tear ligaments. So to repair it earlier, you just have a surgery. And then you just sit on it. Because I remember when I had my ankle sprains, I was out for three, four weeks. So these type of things, they what they do is they just speedy up the process. That's what they do. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. You tear those ligaments. You tell, tear those tendons. But so, you can have surgery, but it's still not 100%. I mean, you can have an ACL fucking surgery. No, Mac Jones, Mac Jones is going to be the starter for the rest of uh, – for the rest of the couple weeks that we know, anyways, for Bama, and it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting ride. Yeah, it. I, I I give them. I'm gonna look at their schedule right now with Mac Jones. They have Arkansas, LSU, which they're gonna lose. Alabama's dropping. They they play LSU in two weeks, in two fucking two weeks or three two weeks. Is, sorry, three. I tell you what. Oh, three weeks. By week. That's, I think that's going to be but the biggest game changer in that Alabama game. Is, is not good. Two is not I think he will. I think he Two's will. Not, no, not in three weeks. He's not going to be back for that game. They lose at LSU. They're going to try and get him back before my, Auburn. My, my guess slash, slash synopsis, whatever the fuck that is. Sip, synopsis. synopsis. You're welcome, Sorry, dude. Cam. I've been drinking. Get this guy a goddamn English teacher. Why don't you relax your fucking dick mouth? Anyway, full time, nine dollars an hour. What I'm saying is, is University of fucking Alabama. You know what, Derek? We have a fucking clip of you saying "spoit." So watch your slut mouth. (laughs) Spoit. Sidetrack. Yeah, you do. So many spoits. Can we get a Can we get a score on that Astros? Sure, I can give you a score. That's what. I just want to shit on Cam here for a second. Anyways, right, let me get back to my fucking. Can I get back to my point? What yeah, I'm go saying, ahead, is, what I'm saying is, I think, I think he'll be back. But I also had a question with my point is, my take is. When do you think he'll shut be up? Back? That's my thing. My, I think he'll be back within two weeks because of technology today, and I think they're just going to shoot up his ankle, and I think they're going to – And LSU. Are you really LSU. not going to let me finish, or is it your turn? Well, I'm just saying because of LSU. They play LSU two yes. weeks. Yes, is it your turn? Think- is it your turn? No, it's not your turn. It's my turn, bitch. Anyways, what I'm saying is I see Tua being back in two weeks, but what I'm wrapping around to is I think – they're kind of regretting this whole Jalen Hurts thing because Jalen Hurts was reliable. And I don't see the reliability in Tua as I see in Jalen Hurts. I don't I just I don't see how Alabama can truly go all the way with an injured Tua. We proved that last year. Clemson proved that last year. And I, I just truly don't see how they can keep going this far and letting this kid be injured as a coach, you know, like as, as someone who watches the game and loves the game, I don't see how as a coach, you can let your player t- take that surgery, get the surgery and just keep playing. I, realistically, if he wants to go to the draft, they need to sit him for at least four or five weeks. I, I agree with you in that fact that, you know, if the kid wants to go to draft, Maybe you need to sip at the same time you're sitting there and you're talking about scholarships and all that type of stuff. It's going to be a completely different conversation. Let's Um, move on, though. uh, I mean – Last statement. Let me say something. I see Tua playing, though, in two weeks. I see Tua playing in two weeks. No, Tua is not going to be playing in two weeks. Even if he is, he's still going to be weak. Exactly. He's going to be weak. That's an L. You can't rehab it. That's an L. They're going to lose the LSU. They're going to lose the LSU. And then – Tua is not going to the draft. He might be a Heisman candidate right now, but being out two weeks does not help. Plus, he's he, not NFL. He's not a Heisman one. candidate. Right. Or, Guys. Well, I think he's an NFL prospect, but I think – no, no. What I'm saying is I don't no. realistically think he's an NFL prospect in our eyes, but to NFL teams, I mean, 
they've taken chances on, I mean, holy bejesus, Kirk Cousins, you know. I Seriously. All right. Well, I will tell you this, guys. We got our next recap of the week. Real quick, we're going to cover this. Hometown Heroes, South Dakota State is going to host game day versus North Dakota State. If you haven't heard North Dakota State before, I'm sure you have. Hopefully, if you're a college football fan, they have an unreal record as far as college football goes. So many Division II national championships. I'm sorry, um, FCS, 1AA. I mean, this is the first time that South Dakota State has, has hosted game day. Guys, I just want your thoughts real quick. Nothing big. Hometown heroes. Here we go. Sam, you're first. North Dakota State has always been the FCS powerhouse. Always. Ever since Carson West went, before Carson went, they have been the powerhouse. And in my opinion, they need to be FBS, but they're not going to because they've just been dominating and dominating and dominating. And they're North Dakota. I mean, not many people say, hey, let's go to North Dakota State. I mean, let's go freeze our asses off. Well, I mean, when Carson Wentz went to North Dakota State. Dude, he fucking you know what I mean? Yeah. Relax. Yeah, they got, they got a they couple guys. Get, but they didn't get South Dakota State. Big. They, didn't get, they didn't get, I mean. No yes, one goes to I South Dakota State. This, yeah. No one. But, I mean, out of such big game, I mean, uh, Ohio State and Wisconsin, how does game day not go there? Well, and that and that's my thing. I complained last week. Mark my words. I said I can't believe that game is at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. It's at 12 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. That's disrespectful. That is disrespectful. That that Ohio State Wisconsin game is at 12 o'clock Eastern. That's just because not right. it's Big Ten football. It sucks ass. That's why you fucking idiot. Uh, Politics. Politics. But next thing you know, guys, we got we're gonna talk about I know you guys are rag on me. I'm gonna take a hit. But Wisconsin Falls to Illinois. Guys, I'm gonna say before you no, guys say fuck anything. You. No, 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 no. I know. Hell no. Hell no. You're a fucking idiot. They got upset. You're dumb. You wanna know why you're dumb? It's because you bet on the big fucking ten. And you deserve every single bit of that lost fucking money to Illinois. Fuck you. I will say we yeah, got to You're fucking dumb. You want to know why you're dumb? It's because you had so much faith in Wisconsin. And you want to know why Ohio State's about to shit on you next week too? Because they're the real fucking deal. They're taking that number four spot. Fuck you. Viewers, if you remember, Derek, get in, get out team was Wisconsin. He says, Wisconsin is the yeah, team. Dude. To beat. Is dope, it is dude. the team that might reach the playoff, but they, he thinks that is the number four team in the nation. What fucking happens? Illinois, one and four, a one and five team, beats number Nine or number six, whatever the fucking number they was, because that goddamn yeah, doesn't matter now. Illinois wins. Wow, wow. Sorry, Derek. Derek we have to ride that talk pony, you. baby. Boys, no, no, boys. Let's go, I and I ride Woo. that pony. You got to ride that pony. Okay. All right. Let me ride that. Let me say this. Let me say this. I won. Okay. $140 off the Clemson House State LSU teaser. Okay. I won another $100 off the Penn State bet that I had. It was them winning by minus six and a half. And then I won another $400 off Tennessee. Losing by less than 36 points. That's not important to your stupid... And you know what? You know what it is, fellas? You know what it is? I'm letting everyone know that I won money. He's trying to... And and, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Wisconsin, they did fail me. I agree. They failed me like Florida failed. That's bullshit. No. 
No, no. That's but, a completely but what I will say, loss. no, Sam knows him in the right. That's a completely different loss. And you want to know why you don't? Have, you don't have the balls to stick to your guns next week either. I no, do. you fucking don't. I do. Wisconsin. Oh, let's ride. I'll, Wisconsin I'll will not right lose. Wisconsin will not lose by more than fourteen to Ohio State. That's a fact. Exactly, because they're going to lose by twenty-one fact. points. That's why. No, they're not going to. They're not going to lose by more than fourteen. Uh, okay, this whole conversation, Derek. I don't know why he brought up bets. I get it. Um, I'm showing. I'm showing. I'm showing what I won, and I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I lost. I was wrong. I was wrong about a Wisconsin. I guess winning versus Illinois. That's a typical Big Ten. But I'm gonna sit here and say Wisconsin has a chance. If you look at Wisconsin's division. They can lose to Ohio State still, and they're going to go play in the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> so they're going to see them in the Big Ten Championship. They're going to be there whether you like it or whether you don't. Yeah. No, Timmy. That's just it, a fact. It, it, no. Yes, but what the fuck happened to Wisconsin? I wish I could answer it. I have no answer Illa to that. Illinois. They Illinois. threw a fucking pass Illa. with under two minutes to go in the game. That's what happened, and they threw a pick. Yeah, and what happened? Um, and threw a pick and then led to the all game. All they did was run the ball twice. They ran the ball twice, got into the middle of the fucking hash marks, kicked a field goal, it's over. Next thing I got. Hey, hey I don't know. Hey, 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 listen. Who's to say? Who's to fucking say Minnesota finishes undefeated and puts Wisconsin out of oh, that'd be so great. No way. So great. Dude, I would freaking <laughs> no love way. that shit. Minnesota is undefeated, just like SMU, for one of the first fucking times in history. Minnesota, the fucking gophers. That'd be huge. Coming out of their little goddamn hole to, to surprise everybody. Minnesota, I'm riding that train. Ohio State, I'm riding the train. Let's go on. Next thing I got to talk about. This is our next step in the podcast. I'm letting you guys know. Our, and, this, and this is a question to the public, and hopefully we can you know, go through this, decipher it for you guys. Are coaches getting paid too much in today's world? I mean, guys, if, I don't know if you guys heard the news, but Dabo's salary just reached $9.3 million. He just surpassed. He just surpassed Nick Saban. What do you guys have Look, on that? Let me go first. I, my thing is, I feel like this whole thing is common sense for his pay. You want to know why? The man has produced results. He was an interim head coach. He took charge of the program and completely turned Clemson around to a top contender school that has beat Bama two out of three times. In the natty, I, and he's paying part of Brett Venables' salary, salary with two two million dollars. Like I just, I don't see how this can be any sort of potential of a overpaid situation when the results that he's produced are uncanny to realistically the results that have happened since the modern day college playoff. And I can say that because of how short yeah. term the college playoff is. But realistically, since he's been in charge, I mean, he's taken Clemson to so many new levels that it hasn't seen before. It's nuts. I, I don't think there's anything I to argue with that in his day. I, no, I completely agree with you, Cam. I mean, from an interim coach taking over for uh, Tommy Bowden and from taking it step one to step now in what nine years or whatever it was like he he has increased it like crazy i mean he's increased clemson's he's made value population student base applicants applicants. i mean all around the board he has increased it crazy do i do do i think he deserves 9.3 million dollars a year absolutely not Absolutely not. Because 
I don't know. I'm a I'm a business mindseted person. I mean, like I think money, I think business, I think everything revolves around money. Yes, which it does. Well, hey, but hey, like, before you guys you before you guys stay say anything more, I'm gonna I'm gonna intrude. I'm gonna say that according to USA Today, the average salary of a head coach at a Division One football program is ninety five thousand because he's an average head coach. That's and that's based on a 2006 study. Their average. Head so we're coaching. gonna. That's not. They'll relevant. probably. They'll, okay, so they'll probably add it to like a million, right? Let's be realistic. No. Yeah, no. yeah. Thirteen years, dude. Thirteen years. That that would increase it by like. Look at inflation. Oh, I, that's I a million. Dude, one point five, maybe yeah, two million dollars okay. since two. All right, we're still talking about seven million dollar increase. Look at the result. Why? I yeah. mean, oh, no, no. Trust me. All right. Where back to my point is, I think money, everything revolves around money. Nine point three million dollars for a college fucking coach is outrageous. Okay, so way my too thing much. is, where do you think that money should go? Where should that money be going to? Back can, can, I, can, I can I step no, in here? Can I step in here? What part of the school though? Because great business programs, resources, teachers. They have plenty of teachers. Like uh, what? I mean. Teachers make sense. No, dude, you haven't been able dude, to actually experience fucking student life on Clemson's campus. Can like there's some poor at there's poor resources on. Well, Clemson's I think campus. what they're doing is feeding the money in. They're feeding the money that makes money into what makes money. Like it, it doesn't matter. matter. Nine point three million dollars a year is more than some of the freaking NFL because they suck, and make. he's paying two million dollars of Brett Venables' salary. Does not matter. I, Does not matter. In my opinion, Dabo should be paid six million dollars. No and more. And giving what Venables? So this? realistically, so when you say that Brett Venables would still be making what three mil a year? Two mil a year. Two. So where does that two. other two million dollars come two. from? I say Dabo makes six, so he makes four million dollars a year. Two million of it goes to Brent. The rest of it, I say, a million dollars divides up between. Let's all be his other so. This is my okay. thing. This is my thing. There should be a percentage when you sign a contract, right? How much money does the football program bring in to? Uh, athletics, okay? And then add on, because if you're at a smaller school, maybe you guys don't bring in that much or media or all these other things you have to think about. But this is my thing with college sports and, and coaches getting paid so much money. My dad's in the business. And you know what's happened? Guys that are head coaches get paid so much money that the average Division One coach who's working at South Dakota State or uh, I don't know, Old Dominion or Appalachian State, those guys, those guys don't make crap, and they're and they're defense coordinators, they're offense coordinators. So the problem is you have a scale that you have someone making so much money, and then you have a guy that is spat in the bottom, that is making a university so popular, not worth so much money. It's the pay scale is so hard. To adapt, especially, and this is my thing, Dabo Sweeney. He made it. He he's actually successful. Okay, he deserves. Every look at look at look at Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin was pretty much paid the same amount five million, six million at USC. Same thing at Tennessee. Not short, right? But he didn't earn anything. At least Dabo climbed the table and won. Guys, we got guys stepping in saying, hey, I deserve this amount. Exactly. And we get paid exactly. for it. And you know what Lane Kiffin and all this other BS is? 
they're so young. Oh, we want this. They're young. We can do this and all this. Just because they're young doesn't mean they can coach. Look at the NFL, guys. Look at the NFL. This will piss me off about the college football. They want young guys because they can relate to young players. Look at the NFL. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. Uh, Andy Reid hit the fucking lottery, but that, that's a different story. All these coaches, besides <laughs> Sean McVay, that's my third guy, Sean McVay, the youngest NFL uh, head coach in the league. Besides that, look at all the coordinators. Look at all the head coaches. They're all older. Why? Out of experience. Why? Look, I no, I'm totally because, agreeing with you. you know why? I'm agreeing with you. Know, you know, Cam, you know why? No, I know. Okay. And you know why? Because NFL, they're worried about winning. That's it. We want to win. That's it. The problem with college is we got boosters, we got students, we got other people to worry about. You know why? We got we want younger. We want it's more political, all this other stuff. You think Bill Belichick would ever take the half the crap that any of the universities exactly. would do? Never. Never. Bill Belichick would be like, I'm done here. I'm, I don't want any of it. That's, that's why I come down to the point of if, if you want to make it to the top and you want to make that kind of money, why don't you beat whoever's at the top in coaching? Why don't you beat? Why don't you know more? Why don't you prepare more? It's not. The Why age don't you? Game. It's a political game, Cam. It's a political no, game. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. No, it, it is. Not. My dad's in it. I'm telling you, it is a political game. It my is. Thing, as sad as I think it's a go getter kind of thing. Game. That's my thing. It's it not. is. You can contact 100 people. It's just like real estate, man. You can call 100 people, but if they don't call you back, Guess what? It's you move on to the next That's, and you keep going. What? So we're just making excuses for why people can't yeah. raise up in any sort of job? No, yeah. that's not how it works. If you want something, you go and Damn. work. You work your ass off and you get to it. Okay. That, that's my so thing. That's why when, I feel like Dabo has earned money he's so that's earned. That's the problem, though. That's the problem, though. Put Dabo at 65 years old. You're saying he's going to take the same job? I mean, it depends what kind of mountain he's climbed. My, you're how dumb. am I dumb? No, no you're way. a fucking idiot. No, look, Dabba has climbed the mountain from being an interim head coach all the way until a head coach at Clemson University. He's a top contender. He was younger. Because he was younger. That who doesn't was, matter. In- Nick Saban is older. Nick Saban dominated college oh. football the past 10 years. Name, name, get on. name one older coach in college football. Name one older coach. You have Les Miles from LSU. He's older. He was an interim head coach. He just Ole got Miss back in the game. He LSU. So. Just got back in the game. I'm telling you, college is into, into younger coaches. That's a fact. Look at the media. Well, let, me, let me say one thing on that. It's not just college. It's NFL. I mean, it's it's both. I mean, the younger generation is taking over, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not complaining yeah. about it. But I mean, you gotta think, LA Rams, LA Rams. You gotta think Arizona Arizona Cardinals. You gotta think all these younger coaches. Yeah, they're, trying, they're trying to do that, but is it is it gonna be successful? Yeah, it can be. It can be. I mean, who who hasn't been as a young coach? Who has not been successful yet? I mean, okay, the only team I can think of right now, at least in the NFL, is the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Because that guy is their first year, and he was the offensive coordinator for the Rams last year. And this That's the only thing. It's like younger quarterbacks, younger people, younger generation is taking over. But, but and I, I, think, think I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. Because you know why? Look at Arizona State. Who do they have? Todd Graham. Okay? You want to know who is part of his staff? Not Todd Graham. It's Herm Edwards. I mean, not Todd Graham. Herm Edwards. I'm sorry. Herm Edwards, who has Marvin Lewis, who has Marvin Lewis as a editing supervisor, created, created some spot for the guy. Okay? And okay. he has a bunch. You know what Herm Edwards came from? Older style. And you know what he did? He brought a bunch of NFL guys, brought a bunch of guys that knew what they're talking about. And they've been pretty successful in college football also. Yeah, but they're also not so, ranked. In- 
They're not ranked in the top ten. They no, they, they were are. they were ranked. No, they 10. were. But yeah, all right, no, I, no. I mean, we could talk yeah. about this all yeah. day. We need to move on. But but I mean, I think sports is moving in a younger direction. I don't think it has yeah. anything to do I, with the age, honestly. I will say, I, I think it does. A younger direction. I agree. It is it's, sadly. It's moving, a, it's moving in a younger direction. Everyone's gonna have their biased opinion about. Older generation, younger generation, which one's going to be more successful? I think it all depends on the player and the play calling. Because no matter how old you are, if you're making the right plays with the right group of guys. And who's coachable, you know? It's fair. Who's coachable? I mean, who has the best ego to be willing to accept the plays, who's accepting the coach, who, who, who just runs everything to scale, and winning games, I mean, overall, everything matters around the W. That's all. Yeah. If you win, so no one cares. If you're 90 years and old we've or talked about win. winners win, dude. Winners win. Winners get to all the top, right. and that's it. That's what we do. Everyone knows. Right. Next topic: the spreadsheet, boys. Who wants to go me. first for the spreadsheet? Me. me Cam, me, you got me, it. Me. Me. Wisconsin, Ohio State. Oh, we're off the bat right here. Off the huh? bat, give me a give me a dagger. I think Ohio State is going to fuck Wisconsin minus fourteen points. I think they'll win by twenty one points. I think they're going to smash them. I think they're going to smash them because of the defense this year. They're only giving up eight points a game. Realistically, Ohio State's in this. They're going to smash Wisconsin. I'm able to eat my words. If that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I just I'm I'm about Justin Fields, and that's not even the defense that I just referred to. But I I like I really, really like Ohio State in this match because I feel like Wisconsin shouldn't even shouldn't have even been they shouldn't have even been like playing with Illinois last week. I just I don't see any sort of part of that. I I just see West. I see what? Ohio State just smashing, smashing Wisconsin. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. My bur- my buddy, my baby Curry is fucking listening to me. God damn yes. Ohio State is the fucking train to ride. I'm telling you, Ohio State is going up. Is going up. They're going to smash him, and then they're going to smash Penn State. Yes, they are. I'm telling you, Justin Fields, SEC quarterback, is going to take Ohio State a different direction than any other fucking quarterback Ohio State has ever had. I think State it's the defense, I think we, we talked about it earlier. I think it's no, the defense. Eight defense. points a game. Eight yes. points a game. That's a touchdown and a two-point okay, conversion yeah. a game. It's all around, it's all around their entire team. Their defense. I'm telling y'all, I, I I'm going with you, Sam. I'm taking with you this week. I wanted to go first. I wanted to get off the chest. I wanted to talk about it. Let's talk yes. about it. I'm on that one with you. I'm on that one with you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go next, Sam. You get yours. You get yours ready. What I have, I got. I'm not picking three this week. I'm on pick two, like I have been in the past. I'm picking two. Um. I've been pretty successful, so I'm letting all of our sidetrack <laughs> listeners know. I'm telling you, I'm feeling hot. And if you want to be with me, get in. Pick these bets. I got Army at minus nine and a half, San Jose State. And then I got LSU minus ten and a half, Auburn. I'm going to do a teaser. Okay, I'm going to do a teaser. And I can get it low. I can get as low as six, six and a half, or seven. I haven't picked yet, but I can guarantee you I'm going to pick Auburn at least 3.0 minus 3 LSU over Auburn. I'm going to get Army minus probably 3.5 versus San Jose State. Both Army and LSU are at home. I'm telling you guys, I'm willing to bet my soul on this game. And if you're not, I understand, but it takes one bet to change change your life, change, change the game. Change your wife. Change your wife. Follow, follow us. Follow us now, man. I'm telling you, it's a it's a big change. I like the LSU bet. Good, op- like good, op- good, good opportunity. Good opportunity. 
Yeah, Derek, I want I want to uh, double double that bet. I mean, I'm telling you, LSU has not disappointed you the past no, three weeks. LSU, I'm riding on. This man is is hot, listeners. This man is hot. LSU is the game to go. Teaser bet for all the way. I'm gonna I'm gonna double that bet because I think Auburn might compete with LSU, but LSU is by far the best team in the nation, no. in my opinion, right now. No. Um, by far the best team in the nation. They're just on fire all around, just hitting every trigger. Um, but I will double that bet. But but I'm a I'm a sidetrack off of that a little bit, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little bit weaker competition. But I think this is is a guarantee. Just because me personally, I, I I'm a favor Liberty University. I'm a favor of them. Wow. Liberty University over Rutgers. Rutgers is 0-7. <laughs> the weakest team in the Big Ten has always been the weakest team in the They're Big Ten over the past right now? four years. Did I hear that right? 0-7. Rutgers is 0-7. Liberty in the FBS is 5-2. and two. Liberty is favored by seven points. And you're going to pick Rutgers. No, I'm picking Liberty. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm going Liberty University all the way. I'm going to say Liberty away game takes the W over Rutgers by a touchdown because I'm a, I'm a favorite Liberty University. Might be going to grad school there. So, wow. Yeah, it's a big move. It's a big statement. It's pretty big. Wait, big weak team, but I'm going to pick Liberty University of Rutgers. That is a big statement. Cam, any last remarks for that? I mean, I I don't know. Virginia Bound. Virginia That's Bound, exciting baby. about the Virginia Bound thing. I like Liberty University. I mean, they're a favor for a reason. I think I'm just going to take them with you. I'm going to go on your word. I would like to move on to our last topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought we had pick Fire. three because I didn't do another one. But we, we can go good. on to a last topic, I guess. I will say, no, let me, let me make yeah, one. This yeah, this is yeah, whack as fuck. Let me pick yeah. one. Let me, no, let, me go, let me go back to the weak-ass ACC. I'm going to pick one weak-ass ACC game, and I'm going to pick Pitt over That's- Miami. Miami lost in overtime to the weakest ACC team, Georgia yeah. Tech. I'm gonna, I would slam lost. that shit. I'm picking. I'm picking Pitt five and a half over Miami because what the fuck? What the fuck happened to Miami ever since well, Mark Tate, Mar- Tate Martell is not a quarterback, you. dude. <laughs> that, that confused the hell out of me. Why? Why they're not choosing somebody? I I, I, I would put Tate I'm Martell not a quarterback Miami. and just get the U excited. I think that's a coaching move to get your program excited. I think they need to get after it with Tate Martell. Okay, I know we're probably going to expand our time a little bit, sue us, but, I mean, Jesus. We didn't even talk about Notre Dame-Michigan. I think Ian Booker is going to put on a fucking clinic, buddy. Whatever. Ian Booker? Ian Booker. Booker, book. A little bit of a little, little bit of bit Booker, Booker, baby. A little Booker action. A little in Booker in Notre Dame, think, dude. I got them. I am. You think, you think yeah, and I am going Michigan. to slam that fucking minus one hundred five all day, all freaking day on Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is going to absolutely obliterate Michigan. I'm calling it now. Forty-two, fourteen. Notre Dame. Notre Dame takes off. 42-14, I'm going to take the over. Notre Dame has ever scored that many points in their Dude. fucking history. I tell you I'm what. I'm taking Notre Dame. You guys can call me out. The over is 51 points. Over is 51 points. I think Notre Dame is going to step up. I think they're going to lay the wood. I think they have something to prove at number eight. I think Michigan sucks. I think their defense is overrated. These are huge statements for me. I mean, I've been known to do that on the show, but, I mean, I'll tell you what, Florida came back uh, for me, boys. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I don't disagree with that Notre Dame comment, but we'll see what happens. I'm, pumped. I'm so pumped. Um, the next biggest oh, topic. Man. 
talking about Michigan. The fire me up topic of the week, boys. Jim Harbaugh, according to to uh, footballscoops.com, may be out at Michigan. He may be looking for new networks. This is new. This is insider information. I'm telling you guys, this could be the end of the Michigan era that we know of Jim I think Harbaugh. he's had his, I think he's had his chance, dude. I think Michigan has had the potential to be so good with his name. I just don't think he's put the right pieces to the puzzle. I don't think he's stepped into the plate. I don't think he's I, I don't think he's where that program needs to be. I think we need to get a fresh name, fresh coach. I've stated this. I've stated this before. I'm pumped about Michigan. I'm excited. I want them Jim to be Harbaugh. good again. That's my thing. Jim Harbaugh created this like live scenario era vibe that Michigan can be good and they can be back what they were. And he wore these old glasses with these khakis and all these things. That was just a fake picture and image of what they fake could news. be. I tell you what, Lloyd Carr, back when he was there with uh, Josh Henney as quarterback and Hart as running back and all these other guys, Braylon Edwards as wide receiver, that was a real Michigan. And I can tell you what right now, the best thing that Michigan could do is get rid of Jim Harbaugh. He's only going to get them nine to ten wins a game every year. If they want to become better, get rid of the guy. He's not the, he's not the coach. He's not the coach. He's an arrogant guy. He thinks that he can get whatever he wants. And I, if you can't recruit a quarterback, guess, guys, the quarterback at Michigan is – a transfer quarterback from Ole Dude, Miss. Dude, put in Little McCaffrey. It, it, put in Little McCaffrey. They, honestly, they haven't had a chance. They can't recruit. They can't recruit a quarterback. Uh huh. They can't. They cannot recruit a quarterback. So they have Christian McCaffrey's little brother. I I do have a question. Is it is it Harbaugh looking for a new job or is it Michigan? Michigan. For I think a it's new Michigan coach? looking for a new coach. All the way. I think it's both. I think these guys understand that it's the end. Mm. I can guarantee you. This. So I can guarantee you this. Michigan plays Notre Dame, right? If Michigan can beat Notre Dame and Ohio State, guy saves his job. If he goes one for two or zero oh for two, he's I think done. that's a he's swim situation. Though. Derek, I'll take it. That's he's a so swim situation. Though. If he beats both, that man swims high as fuck. He's so done. I oh, guarantee you with this. Though. Ohio State's gonna. I guarantee this. Notre Dame's gonna win the game. Yeah, Notre Dame's gonna win the game. Michigan's not good. Michigan. Notre Dame's not great. Notre Dame is not great. Let's get this right. So when Notre Dame wins by three or seven slam or slam it at forty, slam it, slam that shit, dude. When 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 Notre Dame wins by ten, don't be surprised. Notre Dame's not a great football team like they have been in the Michigan past. Michigan just sucks. Dude. They're not Michigan great. Sucks. Michigan just sucks. I will let me let me put some two cents in there. I mean, Michigan. I will give. Michigan credit. They played a good game against a good Penn State yeah, game. They played uh, great. Last they played week. great. I will say they, they had a chance to tie it up. They failed. Um, but let's let's just say on this Harbaugh subject, I've never been a, Har- a John – was it Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh. I've never been a Jim Harbaugh fan ever since he was with the 49ers. I think he is a garbage coach. I think he's very arrogant. I think he should not be coaching. I think what he did is he got Michigan's hopes up ever since. You know, oh, I'm an NFL quarter or coach. I'm an NFL coach. I won a Super Bowl or made it to the Super Bowl, whatever he did, with Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to bring that shit to Michigan. What happens? Yes, he keeps Michigan ranked just because of politics. I think Michigan should not be ranked Hell at no. this point. Hell no. Because – 
that the only reason Michigan has been ranked over the past few years is because of Jim Harbaugh and his status quote. His status quo is only is the only reason why they haven't played big games because Big Ten sucks. They, I just I don't I don't get it. Like Michigan is garbage. Like I I agree with you guys. Michigan is garbage. And Jim Harbaugh, that if he's saying he's gonna like experience new job networks or reach out to other teams, where the hell is gonna? I, the only reason, well, the only place I think he can go is Pac twelve. Big Twelve's hey, not gonna get hey, him. This is the quote. This is the SEC's quote. Not gonna get him. ACC's not gonna. Damn. This is the quote. Sources tell Football Scoop Jim Harbaugh is eyeing an exit strategy for Michigan. The guy's so ready. He's, he's ready to go. Yes. Because he's not happy, and he's and he knows he knows Michigan is probably in the talks and be like, hey, he's not performing like he told it told us yep. he would. Yeah. He's going to be another Chip Kelly. Yeah. He's, he's going to be worse. He'll Kelly. be worse. He's, He'll be worse. Worse. he's going to go out Pac-12. I say he goes to fucking, like, the Jets. Oh, I don't know. The Jets. I don't know. <laughs> he, could, he could go back to NFL. He can go back to NFL. They, they would probably pick him up. The Jets would probably pick him up. But that's just the thing is, like, ah, Jim Harbaugh is such a fucking asshole. Yep. I can't stand him. Well, I, like I, I hope many he people fucking loses every goddamn team he's at. He, I like he's Lane Kiffin to me. Yep. He's Lane Kiffin. Yep, same here. I think he needs to get fired from every job he yep. has to where he's at the bottom of the bottom at FAU. Look at Lane Kiffin. Can't win. A game. What happens? He's he's not winning games, and he's about to get fired again. Damn. I say, out of the fucking industry, go start selling insurance, you motherfucker. Amen. Let's call it. A- Amen. Let's call this podcast, baby. Fellas, fellas, Sam, what are your last words for the podcast? Let's close it up. Here we go. I'm saying, woo, baby. I'm fired up. We got big ass news coming in the next week. Fucking big. Sidetrack Sports is where the fucking is at. We are in it. We're fired up. I'm just excited. Guys, if you're listening, Share the word. We want people on here. We have a guest coming next week. I'm telling you, we have big news. Please tune in, listen in. We want to share all those guys that's wanting to join us. I'm telling you, comment now. I'm telling you, comment now on our Instagram us. DM us, us now. If you want to join our podcast, we will bring you on. We will bring you on. So join us, share us. Let's go. Sidetrack Sports. Cam, what do you got for us this uh, week? Fuck What's West your last word? Let's go. Sidetrack Sports. We're out. You're... All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the last words we got for you is follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. I'm telling you guys, we are out here. We have big news next At week. Sidetrack Sports. We're guest, a guest speaker coming to the podcast southeast region we're coming for you guys no one knows what's going on we are ending here we go ladies and gentlemen have a good night let's go get it sidetrack sports get sidetracked let's go